Hey there, my name is Paul and this is Out of Neutral, a weekly tune-up where we look to the Bible to get in gear and follow Jesus into the life he came to make possible. Today I want to talk about how game theory and Pascal's wager can help when you don't have enough faith to believe. I often speak with people who are intrigued by the message of the Bible. They're interested in the life that Jesus offers, but they'll say, I just don't have the faith to believe. As we talk about the evidence for the resurrection, the evidence of changed lives, and the testimony of the eyewitnesses, some are convinced, while others still say they need more faith. For that person, the proposal of a 400-year-old French philosopher is worth considering. Pascal's wager is a famous idea that employs game theory to help people think through the implications of countering the offer of Jesus' good news with a response like, I just don't have the faith to believe. The wager asks a person to consider their response to Jesus as they would a bet or any other important decision. He lays out a cost-benefit analysis for people to consider. First, he looks at the implications if it isn't true. If the God of the Bible doesn't exist and Jesus' offer of salvation isn't real, what's at stake? Obviously, if it's not true and you don't believe, there's nothing lost. If you do believe, however, there are both pros and cons. In believing that there's a God who loves you and who has forgiven your sins, you'll have lived your life with a sense of assurance and relief. In believing that through faith in Jesus you receive eternal life, you'll have lived with purpose and hope. In believing that as a child of God you become connected in fellowship with the family of God, you'll have developed positive supporting relationships with others. And in following a Savior who gave his life out of love for us, you'll have been encouraged in a life of love for others that brings meaning and purpose. Obviously, God doesn't really exist and your faith was built on a lie. There's some downsides. The life after death you are anticipating won't materialize. But if it's the if it turns out that the atheist vision of your passing is true, presumably you won't be conscious to experience the disappointment. But you'll miss out on heaven and all of its fulfillment just the same. Additionally, you'll have missed out on some things that God deems sin. And you might have otherwise enjoyed them if it wasn't for your faith. Pascal, along with many other Christians, myself included, would testify that this loss is no loss at all. Sin is, in fact, what we could all do with less of. Still, each person needs to weigh the potential gains and losses and decide how they score the net impact of having believed in something that ultimately wasn't true. But what if it is true? If the God of the Bible exists and Jesus' offer of salvation is real, what's at stake for the person who doesn't believe? According to the Bible, to refuse to believe in God is to reject any hope of his mercy or forgiveness. Hebrews 11.6, for example, says, Without faith it is impossible to please him, for whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. Not only will you have separated yourself from God's help in this life, but you'll pay for your sins for all eternity in the next. Hebrews 9.27 says, Just as it is appointed for man to die once, and after that comes judgment. For the person who believes in God and puts their full trust in Jesus Christ, what they gain is just as great as what the person who has rejected God has lost. 
On top of the benefits they enjoy in this life that I already mentioned above, they'll experience an eternity free from sickness, pain, or death. They'll know this world as it was originally designed to be, without sin or decay, loss or sadness. Pascal summed up these scenarios like this. Let us weigh the gain and the loss and wagering that God is. Let us estimate these two chances. If you gain, you gain all. If you lose, you lose nothing. Now, I suspect that some people will count the potential losses and gains somewhat differently than Pascal. What I believe he does show, however, is that if the gospel isn't true, there are finite gains for the unbeliever and finite losses for the believer. But if it is true, there are infinite gains for the believer and infinite losses for the unbeliever. It also shows that both trusting in Jesus and rejecting him are acts of faith. And in fact, rejecting him requires more faith because there's so much more at stake if you're wrong. Do you have enough faith to reject God? If you don't have the faith to bet your eternity on it, if you're wrong, Pascal would urge you to believe in Jesus. It's your safest bet. I would keep pointing you to the evidence that God has given and the scriptures that testify to who he is. But I'd also say everything is at stake in your decision. And rejecting truth that has compelled billions of people over thousands of years requires a level of faith that I personally can no longer muster. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. Don't miss the life that he came to offer you. That's all for this time. If today's video has helped you get out of neutral, leave a comment, share it with your friends, and subscribe to join us on the journey.